0: Hey everybody, welcome to You Were Born for This Podcast with Father John Ricardo, Mary Gilfoyle. We're a couple of missionaries at Acts 29. This is the podcast where we talk about anything and everything having to do with transformation in the church. And on this first episode of the new year i'm here with my sick partner in mission mary uh what do you got bronchitis
1: I, I think santa put something in my stocking that i wasn't expecting mm. so i have a little bit of a horsey voice so apologies right a little bit if, of a smoky uh, voice sorry about
0: that if your sound quality is not up to par it's
1: my fault you can blame me
0: we'll, we'll, we'll thank god in advance even now for the fact that uh, you're not going to cough somehow miraculously in the middle of this that's, episode that's
1: exactly what we prayed for five. and i John. love this
0: episode it's uh yeah. it's the first one of the new year It We're is very excited about what we got coming up next week that I know we're going to tease, yes. and, uh, but uh, what's, the, what's the episode topic this so today's week?
1: Today's title is, uh, Maybe We Need to Get Even More Basic.
0: Maybe We Need to Get Even More Basic. Love you it. You like Great. that? I love that. Let's pray, shall we? In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our gracious Father, as we celebrate uh, today, the feast of the baptism of your Son and our Lord, we just ask that we too, uh, by the power of your Holy Spirit, would hear what it is that you said to Jesus on that day uh, so many years ago now in our own hearts, and our own minds, our own prayer. This is my beloved son, my beloved daughter, with whom I'm well pleased. For by the mystery of our own baptism, that's exactly who we've become. Uh, By adoption, we've become your beloved sons and daughters and we often fail and we often struggle and we often land on our face and you never abandon us, never give up on us, never discard us, never define us by our pasts. We just thank you as we begin this new year that that's the truth, that we are loved and that we've been sent into a world which is longing to know that they too matter and are loved by you who are our Father and uh, the creator of everything that is visible and invisible. So we just ask for your Holy Spirit to be upon us right now to guide our conversation, to bring hope, courage, inspiration to those of us uh, who find ourselves most in need of any or all of those things. We ask it all in Jesus' name. Amen. In the name of the Father, the, the Son, and the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. So we got some, uh, th- th- this first part of the podcast episode, almost like a public service announcement. We got some big news, particularly regarding the Rescue Project. you want to yeah. share... With that
1: yeah we do so we have a little bit of everything to share with you some of it's uh, very specific to the rescue project and some of it is specific to x twenty nine um, in general so I think that's one of the most exciting things father John is that x twenty nine has its own app Ooh. in the app
0: store I- Yeah, just to Uh, clarify, it's in the iOS app store. So apologies to those of you who do not use Apple products. And we know all these entities are in bed with the enemy, but we're using them to exploit it uh, to bring about their own demise. So, yeah, it's so if you got an Apple uh, device, uh, it's on the iOS app store.
1: store. And And what's the
0: title of the app?
1: So I think it's Inspire and Encourage.
0: Is that right? Encourage and
1: Inspire.
0: Yeah, I think you can just type in Acts twenty nine and you'll get That's it. That's exactly it. Yeah. So it's
1: probably, I mean, it, it, it's the biggest media news that we have right now. And on that app,
0: what am I going to find? Is like,
1: here's what you get behind door number three. So you're going to find all of our latest and best content. To equip and inspire, including the Rescue Project series, okay. and also the Running Rescue series, which is the equipping series. Okay, and we, we've got some great content from yours, Father John, of yours from like um, a marriage series to a whole set of talks that we've been kind of calling together and trying to get out there on a lot of different platforms. And so, we just encourage you to jump on. Take a look around and see what's out there. It's it's pretty amazing. I just I just jumped on. uh, Yeah, it's clean. It's beautiful,
0: and this is going to be where we're going to continue to put uh, new content. Right. As uh, as as we create it, and we're we're trying to create more and more media content, uh, both video as well as audio. And so this is where it's going to be. So it's
1: all going to land.
0: It's still on the website, but we just want to encourage you, if you got an Apple device, go ahead and download the Axe 29 app. Just remember it's X, X, I, X, but there's, there's
1: more, but there's more behind number two. And so, um, I, many of you have been listening to us talk about, you know, the up and coming Spanish dub rescue project videos. And so, um, we have those uploaded. It, they're very, very well done. Those are available on the Rescue Project website. And uh, just even over the last couple weeks, um, our team has received a number of emails from people as far out as Ecuador and who are it. waiting for the gospel to be proclaimed to them Um not just in subtitled, yeah. in Spanish. And so we think it's going to help reach our our Spanish brothers and sisters here in the U.S. and across the world. So that's been it. a project that's been in the making. So we're thrilled that those are available. So before
0: this, we had them uh, subtitled, subtitled right. in Spanish. Uh, But there's been a real desire to have them dubbed. So we had a tremendous. uh, I sound pretty good in Spanish. I sound better in Spanish than I do in English. Hardly. Um, But uh, I'm excited. I was just on the phone with a, a good friend of mine, a brother in Phoenix, and he was reminding me that. 80% 80% of the population in Arizona under 18 is Hispanic. And so uh, we, we, we live here so, in the Archdiocese right. of Detroit, and the Archdiocese of Detroit has a large Hispanic community too. We've been so eager to be able to make this available to our uh, our brothers and sisters who whose first language is Spanish and maybe whose only language is yeah. Spanish. So, so that's out, God. and it's on the website now. It's huh? on the
1: website now, and we know it's going to have a massive impact. But there's still more.
0: Now what do I get? <laughs> 't what me, else can the incredible don't make me start do.
1: laughing father John I'm going to start coughing so we also had 4 p.m finish um, our running rescue series which are the equipping videos so, so 4
0: pm is the so film f- company that four, videotaped yeah. the rescue project yeah. yeah
1: they also filmed the running rescue series which are the equipping videos those are complete and those are upla- uploaded on the website now fantastic oh, we're excited about that for a few reasons because we're finding now in this new year a number of parishes and Families and schools, entire school systems, yeah, are getting ready to run the rescue project, and so to have um, all of our equipping up in its final form and in Spanish is is really just a tremendous grace from God. So we thank you, Lord Jesus, for all of that.
0: Fantastic, but we've got a couple of more. How published- about you? How about ah. you? How about well, you? So Give my week- voice a break. Yeah, no, sorry about that. <laughs> so next week we're going to do a. Uh, the podcast is actually. Uh, it comes from the deacons retreat. We had the we were privileged to be with the archdiocese of Denver deacons and their wives uh, a couple months ago, and one of the things that we're always trying to teach and to share with others is uh, one of the one of the what we call the three essential principles for transformation in the church, uh, and one of those principles is restoring the initiative to God, and we, we broke open for them uh, what that looks like. It's uh, that one of the ways to think about this would be the, a very common question in parish ministry and, and church work is, well, what do we do next? And we feel like the Lord's taught us a way to really tackle that. And so we, we videotape that and we're going to play the audio next week as the podcast it's a little long it's probably i, don't know, I think it's like 45 minutes 45 yeah. minutes so we'll help your insomnia next week uh <laughs> but then we're also going to put the the video version on the app as well as on our website so that's coming next week we really want to especially encourage um if you work in a parish or you work in a diocesan setting or for that matter if you have any questions ever going on in your family life about like i wonder what we should do now um this is really how the Lord's taught us to pray. So we're we're eager to share that. Yeah, we
1: think that's going to be very helpful um, across the board, um, and in a particular way for those parishes and families and schools that have run the rescue project and are wondering, what do we do now? Yeah, as we've you know, which is a good question. A, it, it, it's a wonderful question. The Holy Spirit lays it on our heart, and yeah. the Holy Spirit is giving us the answer as well. And then I think it's January twenty third, Father John. You and I are starting um, a year long monthly live stream yeah. conversation. We exactly. want to we want to talk with each other and with all of you around a whole host of things that the holy spirit is doing. Starting right now. with yes, what I love does
0: uh, what does a Pauline priesthood look like? And that's all I'm going to say right now. We're eager to bust this open. So uh, yeah, we are. I'm very excited yeah, to, we are. just to talk about how St. Paul, who I don't even think many of us think of as a priest, he was a bishop. Uh, how How he might be able to enlighten us for this time that we're living in right now as uh, as disciples of Jesus.
1: Blessed be God. much to look forward to. and and maybe just like one last thing. Like in the spirit of collaboration, especially now in the age in which we find ourselves, um, it's our desire really to connect leaders with leaders, pastors with hmm. pastors in an effort to leverage. Um, what's happening as you're perhaps running the rescue project in your sphere of influence. Just help to connect people, sharing best practices. What is the Lord doing? Um, what worked for you? What didn't work? It just maybe how we can come alongside one another, heart to heart, one-on-one, building some cohorts of leaders. Um, across the nation about how we can leverage the rescue project to even be more fruitful. And I personally would just love to share with everybody um, my desire to make myself available. And so reach out to me, uh, my email address. You want to give that Father John before my voice goes out?
0: Sure thing. It's uh, M at Axe29.org. So G U I L. F-O-Y-L-E, letter M, as in Mary, at Acts29.org. So Mary Mary won't say this about herself, but you were the director of evangelization and discipleship at the parish when we served together. And, and we're just a tremendous resource to hundreds of parishes around the country. Uh, at that time, particularly with regards to running Alpha in a parish context or in home context or other contexts. And so you became like... Uh, central command for connecting all these parishes with one another it was beautiful to see to to walk with them and to train and i know you you want to do something similar with regards to the rescue project i'll put a special shout out for if you're running the rescue project on a college campus we really want to hear from you and we'd loved it or you're thinking of doing it uh, we'd love to hear from you and we'd love to connect you with some friends of ours in various university settings or college settings uh, who have been running it as well. Cause we, we just want to network people, right? I mean, the Lord that that's one of the, God has lots of friends and lots of children and we'd love to, I, I don't think there's a, a bigger joy in my life than to introduce people to each other uh, who know the Lord, but don't know each other yet. So we, love that we really want to John that.
1: And, and to that point, Um, We are hearing so many stories from campus leaders all across the country about the impact of the Rescue Project. And I think that's one of the most exciting places to have the gospel proclaimed and to mobilize these young men and women who are starting out on the threshold of their life, right? And and that is a
0: perfect segue to just a simple word that if I can, I just like to share with folks. So we we quote oftentimes uh, a line from Fleming Rutledge, who's uh, a a woman who I admire greatly. She's a retired Anglican priest. She's uh, the author of a number of books. I I heard about her first from Bishop Robert Barron. And she has a line in uh, The the Crucifixion, Understanding the Death of Jesus Christ, where it, it says... Uh, In the final analysis, theological speculation can only take us so far. Gosh, this is a great word for the Catholic Church. We need to know the story. So we use that oftentimes as a way to break open the gospel. But I felt like in the last couple of weeks, I felt like the Lord has said to me, John, I think it's actually a bit more basic than that. Yes, we need to know the story. But I think there's a lot of us who need to know there is a story. There's a there's a temptation, you know. So the world at large, certainly the unbelieving world at large, considers uh, life to just happen to be here, and for human life, you know, to use an expression from one of the philosophers of the 20th century, we were just kind of thrown into existence. So there's there's no purpose, there's no rhyme, there's no reason. Which, which just leads to a tremendous amount of anxiety and discouragement and fear and despair. And we've, we've talked about that in so many contexts and different settings. The, the health crisis, the mental health crisis is just... It's off the charts. Yeah, it's an extraordinary extraordinarily urgent need in our country, and not just our country, in, indeed in the Western world, especially in the Western world, not just the Western world. And I think oftentimes we can look at the news, even in even as disciples, we can look at the news, whether it's in the church or whether it's in the world at large, and, and and sometimes it's said explicitly to us, sometimes it's implied to us. History is just a series of random events that are taking place, but there is no there's no plot, there's no story, there's there's no goal, there's no one in control. And again, this is just leading to tremendous anxiety. And so I was sitting the other day in chapel uh, here at our office. And we, so every day we begin with mass and then we take a half hour of uh, adoration time afterwards as a team just to bring different things before the Lord. And, and I I had this awesome image from the Holy Spirit as I was praying to this point that there is a story. And the image was, was as if I was, so I have a, Addiction to books—it's S- contagious, by the way, Father John. I <laughs> yeah. think the whole team has that now. Thank you. Second coming of Jesus, brought to you by Amazon. <laughs> right. So, so in, as I'm praying, I just felt like the Lord showed me, um, you know, like that brown bag that comes from Amazon. You know, unless you've ordered more than one book, and so I tear open the book, and 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 someone's opening the book for me, and and mm-hmm. so I'm not holding it; there, it's being shown me. And then it and different pages are being shown. So first of all, this this book comes, and I'm, I'm, I realize that as I'm praying, the image is um, the Lord is is giving me the book, and the book is history, human history, mm. history of the world, history of the universe, and the cover of it. I, I actually don't know what the cover is. I, I didn't see a cover, um, but the title of the book was something like, um, "You're Loved." Oh my gosh, how beautiful. And so it the, the the hands that are holding the book flip it to the back cover cuz I, I immediately look to the back cover when I get a book like I want to see especially if it's uh, from an author I don't know. I want to see like who's who's the author what's he look like or what's she look like. And so I the the back cover flips open for me and there's like like a picture of Rublev's Trinity. And it says about the author. And then it's kind of like, I can hear one of those game shows. Well, Bob, let me tell you about the author. You know, like the author is the triune God, father, son, Holy Spirit, who is love, um, kind, gracious, slow to anger, abounding in steadfast fidelity, um, who is the Lord and the lover of our souls, who by the way, has no rival. Okay. Like, that's the author. And then the, the thing flips to the front of the, the book, and there's that, that summary of, you know, the book. And the book's a, a that is a, a plot summary of created, captured, rescued, and response. And then there's a table of contents, and each of those is broken open a little bit more in detail. And then there's a list of key characters, you know, like God, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, the angels, the enemy, and who he is and where he came from and who's with him, me and and it like specifically said me like john like suddenly i'm in the book Mm. so it's not a book i'm reading about the past like i'm in the story and there was a a little thing in italics that says you are here and so i flipped to that part and it's it's what's going on right now in the world and what's going on right now in the context that i find myself in and there's a, a very specific Part that's there about all the things that I'm involved with, and your book would be different because you're there and the context of your life. Some of them are similar because we do mission work together, but they're also different. You're a, you're a married woman. You've got you know you got a child. You got grandchildren. You've got other sorts of things that are going on in your life. So each one of us has a different different section there. And then I, I think the reason why the Lord just showed this to me was I'm so mindful of how many people I know. Here's how I would say it. We wouldn't say this out loud, but we want to know like, is anybody really in charge? Because if, if, if I was God, I'd be doing things very differently than what I'm seeing. And so I don't understand what he's doing. Therefore I'm tempted to think I don't know how this is all going to pan out. And, and I think what the Lord, I, I want to make this really clear. Like these are, these are challenging days and you know me, our team knows me. This is not my temperament. My temperament is it's sunny now. It's going to rain. <laughs> you know, like I'm very much um, a pessimist by nature. That's, that's just who I am. So this isn't how I tend to think naturally. I have a lot of faith, but I'm a pessimist. But the Lord just keeps saying to me over and over again, yes, it's going to get hard. And yes, it's going to be challenging. And yes, there's things for you to do. And no, you can't be passive. But would you relax? Like, I'm God. And and he said this to me, you know, like I think since the beginning of Advent, as I've been thinking about praying about this whole idea of drama and the fulfillment of the prophecies that we see in the Old Testament, which finally come true in the person of Jesus. And the the line that I've heard the Lord say to me, with no offense to Shakespeare is, um, do you really think I'm going to get outdone by Shakespeare? (laughs) Like you love, I I love, I'm a English major. You know, I, I love great literature. The Lord just you know, it's almost like he he, he just keeps smiling at me but but mm-hmm. challenging me like, do you really think I don't know what I'm doing? you know don't you know the ending that I have? you can read the ending. it's in the book. I I have no rival. I am the Lord. I've done all that I've done for you. I am I am not distant, absent too busy right now to take care of this world which i walked in the flesh so relax just
1: breathe you know father john first of all that is it, that is an image so from the lord and and what you're speaking to is what so many of us struggle with in in our own hearts and our own minds because we're wondering are we going to be left hanging like how does this all get wrapped up and as you were talking about opening that book and going to the back and looking at the author like what author has that kind of a cv it's
0: pretty good cv what
1: author has that kind of a bio this is the divine author you know think about you know any great story begins with you know once upon a time right And what the Lord is doing is taking us back to the beginning, going all the way back to the beginning with created in that first chapter of this book that you're breaking open that was delivered to you. He will end the story. There is an end. We're just in the middle of it. And it's so easy to get discouraged because we want resolution and we want answers and we want peace now. And I think we all have those moments in our lives when we're going through like whether it's, you know, We're looking at the world and their struggles or we're looking at our nation or our state or even our families who many of us who are struggling with like health issues of loved ones and sudden losses. And it's so easy even with faith and trust and courage to get confused like, Lord, where are you? But we know how this story ultimately ends through the gift of faith, through that supernatural gift of trust. And so that's where we press
0: Totally.
1: Into as we, as we find ourselves in between the now yep. and the not yet.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, you we were talking right before we started to record about, I, I think this is Peter Crafe's book, um, Making Sense Out of Suffering. I think that's the mm-hmm. title of the book. And I think this is where this idea comes from. But um, apologies to him if it doesn't. But I think the the idea that he says in there is, nobody wants to read a story that starts with once upon a time, there was a really handsome prince and a beautiful princess and they met, they fell in love and they lived happily ever after. Like what a boring story. I don't want to read that. I want to read about like once upon a time there was this beautiful princess and she got kidnapped and captured by this, you know, like evil fiend and the handsome prince had to go fight and he fought dragons and he finally overcome and he rescued the princess and, you know, and then they lived happily ever after. He's like, everybody wants to read a story like that. Nobody wants to live a story like that. Boy, it's so true.
1: It's so true. But
0: that's life. I'm living a story like that. And what I need to know is there is an author, and that's the that's the point. That that's that's the even more basic than knowing that, th- that knowing there, knowing the story, a story is knowing that there is a story. story, and if there is a story, it means there is an author,
1: and it's more important that we know the one who authored the story. Right, Amen. right. To, to to knowing to knowing the Lord.
0: Amen. So I I know you had uh, you, you were talking earlier um, again before we kind of hit the record button. Because you're always good about this, like so. What do we do with this? Maybe, maybe just one simple thing. You know, First Peter five. Uh, Peter reminds us. The Holy Spirit reminds us. The Holy Spirit says to you right now, at this very moment, with whatever it is that's going on in your family, in your marriage, in your children, in your grandchildren, with whatever you're concerned about, the Holy Spirit says, cast all your cares upon him because he cares for you that's the author and he's he's not he's not weak he's not uncaring he's not distant he's not absent going back to the feast of the baptism of the lord that we're celebrating today as we record this and post it he's father and he looks at you and says beloved daughter or beloved son and then he Looks at you with that gentle plea, and he he just asks a simple question, perhaps. Do you trust me? Maybe we can hold on to that okay. this week.
1: Okay, may I just add one more thing too? You know, mm-hmm. Father John, I was thinking about sometimes in times of struggle, that sometimes as we try to come alongside our brothers and our sisters, we we want to comfort them. And sometimes when we're comforting them, it can it can sound cliche and trite, like these are platitudes. But the word of God is not a book of platitudes. The word of God is a book of truth. And so I think it's really important or it's proven to be helpful in my own life when someone comes alongside me to encourage me or comfort me with his word, with his promises, just like you said in 1 Peter 5, 7. And one of my verses or the verse that the Lord laid on my heart for 2022 last year was I think it's Psalm 4610, be still and know that I am God. Mm -hmm. And I found that verse just constantly, the Lord was constantly putting it in front of me. And that doesn't mean that there's nothing for us to do. He wants us to be engaged. He doesn't want us to stand by as bystanders, right, to be passive or to be careless. But it does mean, back to the point, back to Peter's words, is that we can breathe and we can relax and let God be God in all of it. And to your point about having this natural pessimistic temperament, what, what you, what we see in you, our team sees in you is this peace and this joy that surpasses all understanding that that is supernatural. That is the gift of God. Right. And that's what us up. And so I just wanted to make that distinction.
0: Yeah. I love that. that's, That's really why, you know, we have a, in our studio here at the office, you know, we, we have felt very much that the Lord wants us and everything that we do with regards to our communications and media, whatever form that might take to both encourage and inspire people. And that's not to be naive and it's not to be optimistic. Um, it's to look at what's going on in the world and most, especially in our families and in our own lives with hope and, and hope is certain. It's an anchor. It's reality. It's rooted in the love of God. It's rooted in what the Father has done for us in Jesus. It's rooted in the fact that the Holy Spirit is writing the next chapter of the church right now in your life and in mine. This is true, people. And because it is, make sure that we understand as we go about this day, this week, the God who is the author of human history and of your history, he's with you. And you were born for this.